live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. Okay, Serenity. 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 The mysterious past of a fishing boat captain comes back to haunt him when his ex-wife tracks him down with a desperate plea for help, ensnaring his life in a new reality that may not be all that it seems. And at first I thought this was written by Cliché Jones. Yes, because everything was a cliché, but then... Something happens. But then something (laughs) happens about two-thirds of the way through the film. and and The third act. Yeah, it was in the third act, and all of a sudden you're like... And it made you have to, Go you back. then had to reassess everything. And here's the funny thing. We were just talking about this in the car. We're still reassessing. We should go back and watch it again. No, not really. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, I don't think so. I don't, I don't believe in that. You know, um, actually, one of the favorite lines that I, uh, from watching this movie didn't come from the movie. It came from you. Huh? And you said, that's just gratuitous McConaughey. Gr- <laughs> So if you have a thing there for, was, there for was, Matthew McConaughey. There was a lot of gratuitous McConaughey. In the if you have a thing for Matthew McConaughey, this is the one to see. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. I think I lost. I missed five minutes of the movie because I was laughing. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of gratuitous McConaughey in there, you know? There was some yeah, Hathaway, but she looked different in this movie. Something she did look different in this different. movie. She... she yeah... It was um, it was not her looking her best, but they dressed. You know uh, how how does you you look funny? Um, you're ugly, and your mother dresses you funny. <laughs> that was the problem here. It was more the mother dressing her. Or no, or was it the was it the kid dressing the mother? Possible. Oh, oh, <laughs> wow, my. <laughs> oh, now I, now I'm. This is a hard one to do. You see, that's yeah. the problem is is everything that you start into on this one kind of uh I did say that guy could have been in his conscience, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, it definitely was a it was a representation of somebody's conscience. Um <laughs> this is going to be confusing for people. So if, basically, yeah, this is going to be confusing. If you think it was confusing for you, for you listening, for you listeners out there, let me tell you <laughs> what it's like for the two of us. <laughs> We're confused as hell. Yeah, uh, don't walk out halfway through the movie, though. That's my only Oh, advice. yeah, because you get... Because it might be uh, worth seeing. I don't know. Yeah, we, we just haven't figured it out yet. I'm not sure what I'd rate this. Right now, it's a question mark. <laughs> I Three you know question what? marks. Uh, <laughs> I would give it... You know, uh, on a on our scale, which is between one and five, I would give it a C. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a. I think I'd just give it a shrug, like a Sh- shoulder squid. shrug. Squid, <laughs> squid, I don't know. <laughs> squid. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know what was going on. To tell you the truth, but, it, well, but the weird thing is, is now here's the. The interesting thing, though, mm-hmm. and here's the really interesting thing. The, inter- the most interesting thing is that the other film that we're supposed to be seeing has got a lot in common with this film. Yeah. And that was not Oh, you mean the one next week, the Jacob's right. Ladder? Yeah, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Yeah, there was there, there was a lot of parallels to be made between the, the two films. I was also thinking of uh, Jim Carrey, uh, Truman Show. Yeah, um, it has more in common with that than it does a, a murder mystery. That's for sure. My first thought of this movie w- was at least two thirds in 
was Matthew McConaughey doesn't have enough charisma to carry this whole film. And then something happened, and then I was like, okay, now it's suddenly interesting? What's going yeah, on here? Yeah, well, the thing is, is you, you, you had to admit that you were thinking, like I was thinking, yeah. that that everything was a little subpar. Yeah. And then there was a twist. Then you learned it might be intentionally subpar. And it could be intentionally subpar. Yes. It was... It was it was up to a certain point incredibly generic, mm. but it was so generic that it actually did feel a little odd. And Anne know? Hathaway playing it like a like a film noir kind of woman. Yeah, it, and the, yeah, and, and she was the way she walked and the miscast. Way she talked, and, yeah. and, and by the way, I think that she was just miscast for the mm. film. I mean, she didn't look in shape, and she didn't look. Uh, but I mean, Diane Lane. <laughs> yes, Diane Lane yes. was beautiful. Yeah, right. she was. But but the thing is, is and, and here's what I mean by because I don't know, I don't want anyone to say beauty or you know. Yeah. It, she looked uncomfortable in her clothes. Mm -hmm. She she just looked like she was uncomfortable on the set, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe that did have something to do with that thing that we're talking about. Yeah. But at the same time. Um, it was kind of creepy and mm -hmm. not not particularly. Uh, and then the guy that played uh, Anne Hathaway's husband, uh, I don't know. I mean, he was just like every every other bad guy. Yeah, but but he kind of goes with the character of mm -hmm. of like generic uh, head, you know. Mm -hmm. I like I did like the first mate, the guy that played the yeah, first mate. Yeah, he was excellent. And and you know what, I I like the cutaways of the kid. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the kid, because him Especially in the room. The the, the, yeah, yeah, right. Be, as as Things as the progress. concept yes. as the concept progressed, <laughs> you know, and and the, the weird thing, and this is kind of what I like about it. What I think that I'm going to, ha to like in the end is the fact that there was a certain sophistication to the to the shift. Mm -hmm. In other words, they they had a paradigm. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. And, and the thing is, is the paradigm was close enough to real life for you to just assume that they mm. were screwing up mm -hmm. any semblance of real life. Right. And, and you're going, oh, well, this is a, this is just a terrible movie. I mean, it's like you said, it was cliche. And 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 I was thinking to myself, you know, the the look of it is is generic, and and it really was very generic. And 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 did not have very many locations and and then all of a sudden well it's on a tiny island yeah it's on a tiny <laughs> island and, and and all of a sudden you're turned all of a sudden you get a group of facts and those facts affect absolutely everything that you're looking at but not only that you're looking at they're they're affecting the paradigm mm -hmm. you know all of, all of a sudden you're and here's the thing: is there's only one person in that paradigm that's that's self-aware. Yeah, you know. Which, by the way, that's the thing that bothered me <laughs> is, is the self-awareness. Yeah. Why was you? You know, you can't yeah. be in the middle of of a completely different paradigm and have somebody standing outside of that paradigm. You know, one thing about the Truman Show was <laughs> right. Was that he was part of the paradigm? He was, yeah. and, and and at the very end, you know, the paradigm was still holding strong, and and he was still in part of it. It's it's just that he was on on, on a road to 
discovery, but he wasn't extrapolating that discovery. In this case, our hero, Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. is extrapolating constantly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then more and more on the point as things are going along. So He's even screwing with the uh, things that are supposed to be happening. There. Right, exactly. Oh, ex- exactly. So it's unfortunate that we're doing uh, Jacob's Ladder next week, I think. Yes. Because this has a lot of parallels to Jacob's Ladder, the one that came out in 1990. Exactly, in 1990. With uh, Tim Robbins. And and here's here's the weird thing about it is that I was thinking, why are we doing Jacob's Ladder? Are we doing Jacob's Ladder because... You know, you know who's boss around here? Your boss around here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm just roped in to to, to talk in front of this thing. So, so here's the thing. I well, we about, both throw stuff at each other. All no, the time, we we do. But, but in this case, in this case, this case was all me. It was all you, and it was Jacob's ladder. And I was like, well, that, and my I reasoning thought, was kind of silly. It was like, okay, well, we didn't do flatliners, the original, <laughs> and the original flatliners is decent. Right, and the right. new one sucked. Right. So this, I remember Jacob's Ladder being pretty awesome. Right. But I hadn't seen it for so long. Right. And 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 there, kind of, there was a certain similarity to those films. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. so the the weird thing. Same was year that, too, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. It was okay. Around the same time. Ron, I think maybe the other one was one year. Yeah. One year earlier. But uh, so you uh, you say to do this, to, and I well. What possible? Why just that? Well, I said fine, you know, because we we both do that. We okay? Say fine. Because I'm the rules. Because you are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing you know is I just watched that, and I go and I and I'm thinking as things start to turn, I go, I'm in the middle of Jacob's ladder again, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's some similarities. Yeah, there is. It's it's really bizarre, and it's weird how this worked out because we actually saw a different movie tonight. We did. It was the kid who would be the, king. The boy that's who would, basically all the options we have. Right. The kid. Yeah. That's how bad it came down to. <laughs> it came down to the kid who would be king, and we knew how bad that was going to be. To one that we <laughs> maybe I don't know. But one that we we actually thought was just a murder mystery. Yeah. It was just I had to do nothing about it except for it was on a boat. Yeah. That's um. Yeah. That's I think I saw a trailer, but I couldn't remember anything and, about and, it. And I have to say that to a certain extent. It's kind of a fitting film. Yeah, maybe it was the, uh, maybe it wasn't our choice. <laughs> I mean, there were no show times for the other one. Whoever programmed that, yeah, right. Programmed yeah. Serenity to be exactly. there. Exactly. That's it, you know, it just. I'm trying to hint at things. It just but it's happened. Probably too obvious. Yeah. Anyway. Probably. So, so anyway, yeah. I don't have much more to say other than I actually kind of like. I liked it more now that that we've talked about it a little bit. Because I didn't know what I saw. After. Yeah, after bouncing around, you know, I, I, I actually the theater and I, I, like, I, I, I had do, to think about. This. I still, I still don't want to judge it yet because I, I don't want to. I, maybe I'm going to go from a C to a B. I'm kind of right in the maybe a little bit <laughs> above average. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's a little bit above average now because it started out way below the average. The first half, so. I was like about a one. Yeah, yeah, I would have now. Yeah, in fact, I found it kind of hard to watch. Like, oh god, it was. Oh, we were both a little tired because we didn't get. We got into the nine thirty-five showing. You know, I was like, ah, oh. yeah, it's getting too late. You know, that's getting old. So anyway, I was trying to get to the theater before nine thirty and. <clears throat> anyway, I can't wait till I'm retired and have blue hair, and I can go to the four o'clock early dinner, and then right after that, go to the 
movie theater at <laughs> six thirty five or whatever. It's it's the blue hair special. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blue light blue hair special. <laughs> so Stephen Knight, I I yeah. At first, I was questioning him. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think that he, uh, he, he did, did a good not, job writing. I think. I, I mean, I think that the whole thing was a lot better. And directing. <laughs> it's, and it's producing. Funny. Don't, don't. And what else? The more I'm away from this film, <laughs> the more I like it. <laughs> you know, I think I've had a, I had a girlfriend say that to me one time. Really? I bet. I bet. <laughs> the you know, the concept of you is better than the actual you. <laughs> right. So, do you have anything going on now that we're done reviewing the film? So, vengeance, vengeance is coming yes. along. We, um, I went into Seattle and we had discussions, um, about the, uh, camp and then that was two weeks ago. And then I drew up the camp last week and, uh, took the drawings back out there this weekend and, uh, and looked at all the props and looked at the wardrobe and, and we discussed things and we, and, and we also had a special effects guy, maybe that was a week before we, we had, a, uh, we went over, uh, all the, uh, blood work mm-hmm. and, uh, and some of the effects and, and some of the, some of the really, truly interesting, uh, homages that we're doing to different films and stuff is really kind of going to be some interesting stuff. This is really actually going to be. A pretty good film. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's going to be a really good one. Yeah. Uh, because you know what? I'm just approaching it like I would any, uh, you know, third or fourth version in a in a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not approaching it at all like a fan film. I don't. Right. I don't believe in that. The budget's a little smaller though, a little tighter, right? The budget's the budget's higher, but you know what? The thing is, is between. Um, between the fact that there are a lot of people that are working for free, there are no, mm-hmm. you know, labor costs are like zip. Yeah. Uh, and the technology is better. And the technology is super cheap these days. And, you know, we can shoot without worrying about film. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we, we've got, um, we, we did have enough money to uh, do some, uh, you know, to rent the right lenses and and so we've made decisions that have that have right down the line uh been you know are going to make it a regular film so Mm -hmm. you know lord help us we're going to get out there and we're going to put this sucker together (laughs) we're going to do the thing we're going to eat the egg we're going to eat the whole egg just hope you have enough blood yeah but but you know uh I, I have a construction crew at my beck and call right now. Nice. And they uh they're going out there and they're starting the camp uh on Friday. Oh nice. I just saw the uh the layout of all the piers for <laughs> all the concrete piers are laid out for the buildings and stuff. It's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> are you gonna be documenting that, like the setup and everything? Um Or is somebody documenting that? I'm just curious because I'm I'm uh, terrible about into that. that kind of stuff sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm kind of terrible about that stuff, uh, but I am telling people to take pictures. Oh, well, that works. Yeah, less yeah. work for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I was never really one to, and and this is this is very true. Uh, if you were working on films, you it would be on a professional, you, I would think, right? It, yeah, it was a little bit 
going, yeah. you know, you didn't own any of that. And well, plus you didn't want people to leak anything out. Right. right? And there was, the, yeah, there's a question as to whether you wanted to leak things out. Uh-huh. And, um, and so you didn't really think of the images being yours. So you didn't think of taking pictures of mm-hmm. things. So very, there are very few, you know, behind the scenes shots of, of most films back in the day. You know, it's, it's really funny. I think that's why I like some of those shots of like, you know, Castle, you know, yeah. wearing the mask. Oh, like, yeah. You know, because I was just kind of a, hanging out behind, you know, in some of the pictures of Robert England hanging out backstage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like seeing those Oh, pictures. in the book and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think people are into that kind of stuff. Right, right. The question is, if somebody takes a picture on the set of Vengeance, <laughs> do they immediately share it on Facebook or do they withhold it? Yeah, that's it, it's know. it's a huge question. It really yeah. is. It's 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 one that uh, that we're gonna have to hash over this. Say, weekend. run it by the director or whoever, and say, what do you want to do with this? So far, we're acting is between Jason and and Jeremy and Dustin and mm-hmm. me. That's the DP. There you go. The guy who plays the Jason, the, the director, and me is the first AD production designer. We're we're kind of like the decision trope. Well, you've already done the crossover photo that got me interested. Was uh, Jason reading your book? Yeah, there you go. That's the ultimate <laughs> so, crossover. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about like, pictures. Just, it doesn't have to be the set that, or anything. That is, you know, I got to tell you, to me, that is a great shot. It really is. <laughs> it is. I like it. It, it is. Cause, because, for one thing, he did a really good Jason. It's a, Jason plays a really good Jason. Right. And his outfit is made by him and really well done. Yeah. And then he's got my book. And so <laughs> it's like <laughs> Nightmare on Street 4 crossing over with... Jason, you know, it's just like uh, well, it's kind of like a reunion almost. Yeah, know. almost, almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like yeah, good. It's back, back to old school. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I I think that we have other places to be. Yep. I have to go see Jacob's Ladder because uh, we're gonna talk about it next week. Ooh. Jacob's Ladder. And then we'll see the new one, probably. Yeah. If it comes to our area, that yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. You know, this area's been really sick. What was the one that we missed recently? Anna and the... Uh, yeah, it was Anna and the Apocalypse. Right. Yeah. Did not even get to this area. I want to see that so bad. I do, too. What the hell? I mean, what the hell? <sighs> anyway. Maybe we'll see it on Netflix before <laughs> it comes out to the theater. That's kind of how things work around here. Yeah, it just truly is. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. Woohoo! Yes. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod iTunes, Google Play, we're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and of course Facebook, you can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. Dream.